Just picture it. It's 2005. You just finished putting on your black nail polish, arm cuff that you stole from Hot Topic, and your skinny jeans that you're probably just a little bit too chubby to barely pull off. You grab your pack of marble lights and you put in your pirated copy of Three Chairs for Sweet Revenge and you just cry. God, those times were so random. That's all. Time. That's fine. Yeah. It'll be close enough. It'll be fine. You'll be able to find that fine. mark and jiggery poke it around until it sings for you, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's happening? Oh, usual stuff. Comedy carnival coming up. Frantic times. Oh, whack. So, I thought it was already happening, or is it? Is it? Not quite. Nah, yet. nah, man. We're just marketing the shit out of it already. Um, no, we had like a... So everyone had to sell a certain amount of tickets by a certain date to confirm yeah. that they were in the festival. So that mm-hmm. was like a crowdsourcing phase. But the festival itself happens in September. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. How, how's everything coming along? How many how many uh, shows did you actually get in there? Uh, I can't remember how many like individual shows, but if you count each night of a show as like a show, then there's like 70 shows. That's a lot of shows. Yeah. It's like 70 <laughs> shows over two weeks. Oh, uh, yeah, because you're doing it at different bars. So do we have like a like mm, two or yeah. three going a night, right? Uh, yeah, man. I think the most we have in a night is like 12. Fuck, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. 13 venues we're using. Mm. There must be like every major venue in Crushed. Pretty much. Holy. Yeah, yeah. That's it's probably going to cost me money again this year. Damn, oh, boy. Fun. Mm. Hemorrhaging. Well, even though even though you've already basically sold the shows? Uh, yeah, because A, we haven't sold enough advertising, but B, uh, like, these things are so fucking impossible to run um, without any council funding. And we're yeah. not a, eligible for any funding outside of council funding because it's not a, like, charity or whatever, which next year it will be. But, um, yeah, and the council just uh, doesn't think that the fastest growing entertainment in the city four years running is worth putting their money behind. Well, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm. We asked for 38K. They gave us none, but they did give $80,000 to make a web ad telling people to come back into the city, which I oh, just nice. think is so funny. 38K to actually support an event that literally brings people back into the city or $80,000 to make an advert. And if it's a wee bad, no one's seeing it anyway, so... Yeah, that's it. Their 38k was getting, like, the carnival scene across a whole lot more platforms than just the web, and was a legitimate reason for them to come back into the city, not just like, oh, there's a city here, you should be in it, mm-hmm. you know? Which, like, I-, I thought the ad was quite cool, and-, and obviously, you know, good casting and stuff, but I just, I can't believe mm-hmm. that they think $80,000 spent there is better than $38,000 spent directly into actually supporting a festival in the city. Mm-hmm. Dude, you'd be surprised, by the way. I bet that ad did not cost, like, that much to make. Um, $25,000 on the music rights. Wow, okay, Fuck. that does it. 
<laughs> yeah, which is crazy because they could have paid a local musician to make yeah. a Christchurch song, like an, an anthem yeah, for Christchurch. And wouldn't yeah. that have been better to pay a local mm-hmm. artist to make a song specific to Christchurch rather than mm-hmm. paying 25 grand to some company overseas, not at all in the local economy? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It's, uh, yeah, man, it's messed up. Pretty screwed. Yeah. They even got uh, Jed Parsons to do like a cover of it or whatever and the, like like I say the casting was great man like they chose all the right people and like the video yeah. itself is good like it's just and, and like no no shame on the video production company it's just you know yeah. I mean I'll, unless they spent money on type of thing like, yeah but like Jed Parsons could have written much. a song he'd have been great mm-hmm. yeah you know you've just yeah, hired man, Jed awesome. Parsons to do a cover of some other song that you're paying the other person 25 grand I bet Jed Parsons wasn't Fuck. getting 25k I do have some things to say, but I was gonna. I might keep that till slightly later in the show. But um, in general, Ooh. pretty yeah, just working and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I just got <laughs> a scab off my forehead. Man, my forehead's bleeding because I got a pimple and then I kept squeezing it until it became a oh. massive, like racially soap. insensitive red spot on my forehead. Nah, all you got to do is get Protex soap. It's the only way to do it. You got to like. Okay. Clean with that, dry properly. Mm, I don't know. Probably leave it as is, so it like dries and shrinks up, and you'll be fine. Also, yeah. do you have a skincare routine? Last time you were talking no. about how you're like, I look old, and it's like, okay, you need a skincare routine. No, like I'm one? just going to accept I'm old. Do you have moisturizer at all? Do you use it? Nah, I. You got to. It's how you tan thing, leather. We are no the, different. <laughs> the only thing I do is if I see a pimple, I squeeze it until it That's hurts. Weird. And it, and it leaves a massive red spot because there's like blood being squeezed through yeah. from multiple spots that have nothing yeah. to do with the pimple. And I've just kind of, it's like a tiny, tiny bit of nails has just been shoved into a little spot on my forehead. Yeah. I just is, is that good? Can, is that a good no, regime? No, it's not. We can, we can do better. We can do better, God damn it. So Snap, you should actually do a deep dive on um, Skin Here YouTube. It is crazy. It's just like makeup YouTube. Really? Like oh, it is... Man. There was like little mini celebrities. There's people who are like, you know, they have oh, these I massive just... followings and they have beefs with other people who also had mm. YouTube channels about skincare or makeup or whatever. See, this is why I'm not going to do a skincare regime. I need to look as old as I am. And like, I have no interest in YouTube or what the youth are up to today. It's, it's rubbish compared to what we did for entertainment in our day. Get off I mean... my porch. That's the thing. If you don't moisturize, you will beat the porch. That's what I want. You'll be so weather-beaten, Snap. Don't. Don't do this. I'm just hoping that if I look old enough, I can get the pension before I'm actually old enough to get it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or if like things I, I go just the get way on like the sickness benefit. I just get on the sickness benefit because they're like, yeah, they're you like, look Fuck, 80. Fuck, yeah, this guy on the sickness benefit. What's he took with? I don't know. It seems bad. Come on. <laughs> Premature aging. Yeah. Oh, just no. I would as fuckness. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh. I heard you turn 30, by the way. Yeah, yeah man. I told you, you I'm old. Telling us. You're old. Yeah. I'm so How damn was it? old. Uh, it was pretty dull. Did you have a party? 
Nah. <laughs> I couldn't really be bothered. <laughs> I'm not. I'm too old now for parties. Why? You're not. You're not. Busy. You're, only, you're just thirty. Old. You've been thirty for like what? How many hours? Ah, uh, uh, oh, too long. <laughs> Sick of it already. I am. Yeah, don't, don't worry, man. That's me in like three weeks. Oh, yeah, rock and roll. So, yeah. I rock and it. roll. I was born old. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely have felt older than 30 for a while. Yeah. I mean, this is just kind of surprising. Just like, oh, oh I guess that was supposed to happen at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I've already embraced it long ago. Mm, mm, good. I don't know about you guys, man. I, I, I still feel like an 18-year-old, recently. Well, yeah. la de fucking dad. Welcome to Reasons Undefined. It's a music podcast that your parents probably won't understand. Nice. I never really embraced the emo thing. I didn't embrace it. I was goth, not emo. I oh, golf yeah, you were school. definitely an emo. You were 100% an emo. You better shut your whore mouth, Snap. You were yeah, 100%. Was... What was, why were emos so uh, against being emos if they kept being emos you know how like like you'd call someone emo they'd be like nah not at all like they'd deny it be like i'm goth or whatever you said and i would like, say that i am now i wasn't then no there was absolutely <laughs> a subculture war for a while where there was. was like old school goths that were kind of like more about the kind of uh like Anne rice kind of Gee. like that was my jam 90s goth kind of threatened to stab someone kind of just more like the craft in a movie as a personality, yes. Okay, okay. There's differences. But Joel still, had vampire freaks at your school? The ones who would like try and bite no. each other and shit? It was weird. Maybe. I don't... We had oh, those. Oh, was high school was weird. Yeah, high school was a weird place. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, emos were very like... Like, they wanted to be goth, but actually... Uh, they, just, they just weren't badass enough to pull it off. Oh man, I I just don't understand to find like I just find uh, real weird when people get something and and like just take it full hog and like it defines them entirely. You know what I mean? And they got to dress. They got to dress. They got to be like, look, here's here's how I'm dressed. Look at look at look at what's going on. I'm so old. It's all about the aesthetic. <laughs> uh, no, I but- like some emo music. I I like some of it, um, but I never got I never got I never got all. The thing is, the thing is, fringe. like... I never could put a big fringe on and cried mm. at school, you know? Yeah. I yeah, mean, the I thing about school, the... not because of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about the, the subculture was, like, they wanted to be bad. They wanted to feel, like, their emotions and feel the depression because, you know, it was, like, a very much a depression subculture. But at the mm. same time, like I said, they just weren't badass enough. So we're going to talk more about the music later, but, like... Emo music is kind of defined by, um, uh, like, yeah, we're sad and angry, but also we're theatrical. That's so became, silly. No, and Why it not? became, and the sub the subculture became this whole thing as well, where like they were theatrically upset. 
We already have had that for years with every actor ever. <laughs> That's true. All of them are like, oh, I'm depressed, but theatrical. You didn't see them having that big a fringe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guess, yeah. But, you know. They, they should have got their own didn't... thing. I think Emo's was stealing actors' feelings. I mean, a lot of them probably are actors now. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of them probably went on to do nothing. Just statistically. Uh, statistically, a lot of people go on to do very little with their lives, Tim. I think a bunch of emos are doing very little. But one of them probably works for NASA. At least. That's all you need. That's Just imagine, actually. It's that one token NASA dude. You'd be like, yeah, see, we weren't an entire failure. It's good. I... I know this is bad, but I really fucking hate a Panic at the Disco. Like, I like the couple songs, mm. but I hate the shit out of them. Yeah. No, that's not bad. That's the reasonable response to that. Is it? Oh, thank God. Because they're yeah, coming I, back. I mean, I think so. They're coming back, oh, and it's God. shitty. Do you know what they've done? They've played this, like, fucking awful, um, sorry, this awful single. But, like, they've sampled the Macarena. Like, they've got that kind of, like, uh, the hay mm. sound in the background. It's like, what the fuck? This is awful. This is the worst fucking thing. They've, like, teamed that up with a fucking whole brass section and shit. And I wish like, they'd just, just not? Just cover the fuck. Macarena. Just do the Macarena. Just do that. Yeah. Just do that. I'd be, I'd be like, panic at the disco. I'm a fan now. I'm a fan now if they did Macarena. If that's uh, all they released. They're like, we're getting back together and they did a world tour and just played the Macarena for did. an hour. That's all I did? Yep. Yeah. It'll be better. <laughs> yes. Snap, you, though, you should absolutely check out on, um, like, BBC One. You know, they have that cover show on YouTube. I don't. Is it like uh, Triple J's Like a Virgin? Like a Virgin, yeah, I yeah. should say. <laughs> like a Virgin. Yeah. Like a Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mm. sure who start, who did it first, but yeah, one, uh, both uh, Triple J and uh, BBC One do that. Yeah, cool, um, cool. I didn't know BBC. I mean, I, I guess I should have known BBC had one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I should check that out. But yeah, Panic at the Disco cover Starboy by uh, Daft Punk. Nah, the oh, Brendan yeah. Urie does, not Panic at the Disco. Oh, it's Panic at oh. the Disco. Are you sure? Yeah. I thought it was just him. Well... Is Brendan one of the guys? Is he from the? What? Who is he? He's like the main. He's the guy who panicked at the disco. He was the one who was mad about no one closing doors. Oh man, he was so mad. He was quite irate. Mm. He's like your dad. Yeah, (laughs) we're gonna close that goddamn door. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just like my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Leaning all the freaking heat out. In the center of a restaurant, they say, Come with your arms raised high. Well, they're never gonna get me like a bullet through a flock of doves to wage this war against your faith in me. Your life will never be the same. I put a paper, like a cigarette paper, on my um, forehead scar. No, why would you do that? I had to see if it would stick. It did. It did? Yeah. Can you see the blood? Is that... I can't see where my camera's looking. You, you haven't got your hammer, camera turned on. Oh. You hate it. Oh, man. I hate you guys. How do I... Oh, okay. You do. That's why I can't see my camera. Blatantly. Is it on now? No. What's nah. going on? This will be really oh, good podcast. Oh, shit. Oh. oh, hey, buddy. Hey. Hey, man. Can you oh, see... Oh, what'd you do to your head? That's oh, no. Don't show us that. 
Look at this thing. It was oh, just a Jesus. little un unnoticeable pimple, and yeah, then you I. It to death. I didn't even pick you it. I just. It. I squeezed it until like Exposed. I squeezed my forehead so hard that blood came through the skin in like several spots. That yeah. it wasn't the pimple hole. That like I just made it holes in my it. skin through pressure. <laughs> and I've realized now that was the wrong others. approach. That was not it what was. I should have done. It was not. Snap, you're making the show really hard to edit because I'm going to have to read it out. You're talking about your gross pimple because people will just absolutely hate that. <laughs> They're going to love it. This is what the masses came for. <laughs> pimple head scars. Jesus, man. Just keep I like scabbing your, I like over. Your, um, I like your sweet ass jumper, it. though. It's okay. Jumper. Thank you. I got, I got this from Brittany Cardwell. Nice. Um, American comedian who was based here before she her. left. I also just got these pants from Ash. She's a champ. See? Oh, they're brown. Look, they're like orange they're and like cord. Are they corduroids? They are, yeah. They're yes. corduroids. They're like fucking yeah. I'm very happy. Oh, it's good. I <laughs> do like not very, care very for corduroy. Oh, you're wrong. Of all. Really? You're mad. <laughs> yeah, these are so it. comfy. I hate it so much. I know. I bet you're having a great time and that's wicked. That's awesome for you, but I fucking hate corduroy so much. Oh, you're wrong. Fucking Corey was telling me how his like, parents got on the sick-ass jacket. I was like, does that even love you? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're wrong. Corduroy's good. I'm like, no, it's the fucking devil's like, fabric. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're the wrong one. You're 100% nah. the one in the wrong here. Yeah, no, I know. I'm sitting in my ways and they're the right ones. <laughs> hey snap do you like my uh my uh hoodie that i've got on right now uh i can't see yeah, it very good flex harder son yes. what's on it yes I, I don't even know what's on it it's a picture of a little peep i don't even know who little peep is oh boy you will. well he's dead and it says goodbye underneath it oh yeah uh was he like a SoundCloud rapper? Is that what? Is that what that? Is that what I assume? Something to do with uh, the youth? Is he one of them kids? Yeah, yeah he was. He was. Yeah. Man. And then yeah, he right. died because he mixed together fentanyl and Xanax. Oh, that was a bad idea. Yeah. Did anybody? I don't tell think he him? knew. I don't think he knew he was having fentanyl. I thought he thought just thought he was having heroin. But either way. Oh, I mean, heroin's a bad idea. Yeah. 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 Worth noting. For any listeners out there, don't do heroin more than once. Oh yeah, what are you what are you wearing? Yeah, sorry. Little oh you got a little peep one as well. Yeah. Man, you guys <laughs> little peeping all over the show. Heck yeah. Yeah, well, you we almost think it was a little peep episode. Yeah. I wish. Well it's not just oh, it's not I gonna wish. be yet. One day. One day. One day. Oh um, god. <laughs> now that's the thing okay that's the only like like one of the very few like artists that i'd heard without any introduction just be like huh i'm annoyed because i like this i like that well excuse me hmm. i think one of the memes of the show is going to be the how much snap hates uh, soundcloud because a lot hmm. no soundcloud's episode. fine i just don't like most of the garbage music that people make at home and chuck on there yeah. <laughs> do you know I what I did the other day? What? Snap. Uh, what? Both, what did you do? Both, both of 
Both y'all. Do you know what I did the other day? What'd you do? I invited friends over and I just made them listen to corn and it was fantastic. That <laughs> is horrible. <laughs> it was so good. That is so... I didn't lock the so... doors or anything, but I was like, oh yeah, nah, yeah, that, that one's pretty good. I'm just going to put on this one though. What do you think of this? <laughs> It was Horrible. honestly fucking good. I brought that up because I saw them um, last night. I was like, oh, hey, so how was the evening the other week? And they're like, you know what? That was fine. If I didn't want to listen to corn, I would have left. And I did not leave, and it was fine. I'm like, all right. <laughs> that is good. the biggest compliment corn's ever gotten. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of, um, we're coming to Christchurch in a couple of weeks. Bye. Yes. Ready yourself. So I think we should do a show together. Like I 100% person, we can agree. Look at each other Shit, yeah. and our little beady eyes and mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. straight eyeballing each other. Mm. Yeah. That's the one. Um, and guess what? It's Leela's choice for the album. Oh, shit. I have the best choice oh. as well. I will not disclose right now until it is my turn, but fuck, you're going to shit. You're all going to shit. Oh, God, I'm <laughs> terrified. Good. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, I made that decision today. Today, oh, and I'm so fucking keen on this. Oh, God. <laughs> I am terrified. You're going to shit snap. <laughs> fuck, have you seen um, the show Willard? Yeah, I think we've even talked about it on the podcast before. I hope so, I hope so. I'll probably bring it up like every like second or third time, be like, I'm yeah. just saying this joke. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure we talked about this. That's <laughs> probably what's going to happen, but it's a good-ass show. I, uh, I, watched, I, watched, I watched a new show I watched a new show the other day. New show. Have you ever seen a new show? New show. Um, uh, no, never heard of it. I rewatched Futurama and Cooking Oh, cool. Yeah, I found a cartoon good. that's just come out on, on like. Facebook Watch. Did you know Facebook Watch was a thing? It's like no, a like streaming not. service. Okay, what? yeah. So they've got a new cartoon out. It's got some pretty big voices in it. It's got Zac Efron. It's got yeah. Lisa Kudrow. It's nice. got um, uh, Anna Kendricks. Oh, heck yeah. And it's set in like caveman days. And uh, I was like, oh, it's probably going to be pretty average, but I'll give it a crack. I actually quite enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I thought it was quite good. I yeah. don't like in general shows that are set in caveman days but we'll, I'll give it a try we'll see. give it a try it's really you know funny what? I was feeling the exact same thing I'm like uh-huh. too crazy to say <laughs> you guys didn't like the Flintstones not really well Go I was thinking about the Flintstones to be frank to be frank I was thinking yeah. about the Flintstones as uh <laughs> you said as I was saying that but I feel like they get a special pass because it's the fucking Flintstones yeah okay. it was basically the Simpsons but shit what caveman shows don't you like I don't know. I just don't like the concept. Wasn't it that movie so, in year one? I was like, oh, nah. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, know about it. In summary, oh, nah. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you could actually name any outside of Flintstones that you've given a pass to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You might have you busted me. <laughs> I tried, though. <laughs> Conceptually, I hate that, but 100% of the time I've seen it, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but also, is the Flintstones really like caveman y? Is yeah. it just the honeymooners, but a cartoon? Hey? They had like yeah, but dinosaurs it's... for shit, like washing yeah. machines, but it was like a dinosaur, Tim. Yeah, but mm. it was just the. Did they sitcom- have it on the honeymooners, Tim? It was just a sitcom on the honeymooners, they but didn't. turned into. 
Every show is just another show in a different location. This location is Caveman Stone Pelican, Tim. <laughs> yeah. I bet you when they when they turned on the like garbage guzzler in their sink, it was an actual like mechanical and electronic garbage guzzler. These guys, Mad, Tim, get this. Lavish. They had a dinosaur that would eat all the garbage that they it put in. It was a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. You're talking crazy right now. Can you, can you even hear I how crazy you sound right now, Sam? <laughs> I do remember the honeymooners used to have to pedal their car, though, so that part's the same. Right. Yeah, exactly the same, as far as I'm aware. Basically, it's just like, you know, it's yin and yang at this point. Can I tell you about something serious? No. Oh. Now go on. <laughs> Damn. All right. So, I was sort of debating whether or not to bring this up on the show or just to talk about it privately, but, you know, bring I'm kind up, of feeling like... Bullshit. What? I don't know. <laughs> but I'm kind of feeling like maybe it'll help somebody. So, going to bring it up on the show. Okay. Yeah, so... I was diagnosed with ADD recently. How crazy is that? Oh, whoa, crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like a long, it was like a long progress to get to the point where I finally was able to actually get to see like a doctor who could even make that determination because healthcare system in New Zealand is absolutely garbage when it comes to mental health. Yeah, but, better than America though. Well, yeah, true. sort of. <laughs> You don't pay out the ass for it. There is currently almost no funding for it. Well, there's, there is literally no funding for any kind of talk therapy. And like, yeah, seeing a psychiatrist, there is very little funding. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so yeah. I did it. So I had to spend my own money. Um, ends up costing about $500, I think, to see a psychiatrist. Oy um, yeah. Um, and uh, I'd done like a pretest online like several years ago basically, where I thought, oh, maybe I might be ADD. And I like, did the pre-test, and they're basically like, you should go see a doctor. So I went and saw a doctor, and he's like, yeah, I can't diagnose that or even really deal with it, but if you go to a private thing, like, maybe they can. And then I didn't have any money at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally, more recently, I just, it just suddenly popped back into my head, and I was like, oh, shit, I remember that I was going to do that. Fascinating. <laughs> it's and so I just like booked a flight. I booked a flight to Auckland to go see like a private psych up there. Oh well, yeah. Man, Auckland's a shithole. What a place it's to have to go. What it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got more to say about Auckland actually, but um. Anyway, so I went to see this private psych and I talked to him about like what's going on with me. Tell me more. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> yeah, I like went to see a private psych and I was talking about what's going on with me and like basically mm-hmm. how I'm like a just a awful useless human. Mm-hmm. The, what, what's the TLDR came down to it? You do okay. good though. I mean, you've, you've managed. Yeah, yeah. For quite and some time. <laughs> yeah, he's basically like everything that you've told me is um, indicative of ADD, and I was like, yeah, oh shit, okay. And so, prescribed me with some meds, so I'm now on just some mild stimulants. Oh yeah. And I feel like a real fucking human. Finally. Have you? Because you've done like Ritalin and stuff recreationally in the past, yeah. Uh not really. 
Oh, right, right. Interesting. Yeah. Because that might have... Uh, you might have been like, oh... Give me a tip off. Maybe I'm... Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm here for fun. I'm just oh, really focused. Mm. I've heard of that happening. <laughs> just, Man, just be like, Ritalin oh, is yeah. good fun, I'll tell you what. What was happening to me basically is like, yeah. and it's something that in hindsight has probably been happening since I was like a teenager, mm-hmm. is that basically like I have like the inattentive version of ADD. So instead of acting all hyperactive and crazy, you basically mm. just like zone out of conversations and all that sort of thing. And then like when you go to do like actual work, particularly mm. things that like stress your brain, it kind of just like... It's hard to describe, but it's like this fog that kind of just like builds up in front of your brain that prevents you from doing anything, and then you just inevitably like procrastinate. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I was getting for like years yeah. and years and years and years. Um, it must be. It must be a super like. Yeah, it must be a cool experience to be like, oh, okay, this is actually what's going on, and know there is something that was going on. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah mm. definitely. It's like if I just, I just feel absolutely amazing. Finally, like, and so I've been on the drugs for like a week. And already mm. I've accomplished like so many things in my life that were just sitting there needing to be done, but I was just being too fucking crazy to do it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is it interesting to think about? That's like, cool. It's is so this cool. the person that you would have been like years ago if they had caught this sooner? Well, that's the thing. That's the, that's the kind of thing that makes me kind of upset about it really is thinking about mm. how like how much more together I could have been if I'd known, you know? Yeah. Which is kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it up on the show is like, I bet there are other people in the same situation. And they, yeah, well, if you've got the money, go get go get it checked, I guess. Yeah. Well, but yeah, if you're like, yeah. if you're feeling like you've got problems. Um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's worth it. Yeah. Um, I was going to say Cool, that. man. Yeah. yeah. Being all medicated and shit. <laughs> yeah. It's really fucking and awesome to say. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm on cool like the... outside perspective. But yes, I've, um, I'm on like a, it's like Concerta. Which oh, is like yeah, yeah. Long acting version of Ritalin, basically. Yeah, which is super fun to take as someone who doesn't have it because it can just give you a real all day long energy boost. You know, oh, just get things yeah, done. That's good. Just, you know, it's good for like after a fit, like you go to a big multi-day drug festival and then you're rinsed out on the last one and you just take one of those and you, and you stay, you stay a little energized, you know? Yeah, well, there's, there's I don't some, even get high. I just want to, I want to bring some advice to the table as well. You know, you've Do just it. sort of brought yeah. some nice advice for people. I thought mm-hmm. here's a little piece of advice I can, I can bring. Mm-hmm. That that'll help you get through the day. <clears throat> I appreciate nice. it. That's good advice. Fuck, I got some as well actually. Okay, so if you're Go like on. super messed up on an acid trip, right, and you feel like you can't get back to good, you gotta eat something with like um, either citrus fruit or like vitamin C. It helps your body process yes. it faster, and you come back to good within an hour. And you, you, you're okay after that. Like, I mean, you know how you just kind of spiral into that shit. Mm. It helps. It helps. Get, carry some fucking Barocca, carry an orange. I don't know how peeling an orange on acid so. is going to work. I peeled an orange for the first time in 10 years, like the other day. And I was like, this is an ordeal. Like, I hate it. I <laughs> earned that. But still. <laughs> just like a uh, big old... Mandarin. Start with mandarin. Just a big old mandarin handful of spinach might work too. Mm, mandarin is good. You oh, could yeah, eat a lemon. Spinach. Why not just eat yep. a lemon? 
I've eaten a lemon before and get fucked. I love them. I love lemon. It's love so lemons. good. Oh, gross. Broccoli is gross. I'll eat a lemon. I'll eat a lemon over <laughs> a broccoli any day. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm. Lemons is I, good. Yeah, I learned this recently. Green vegetables, far more vitamin C than citrus fruit. But not Yeah, but gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. But anyway, so um, ADD is incredibly underdiagnosed in adults, and a lot of people don't know they have it. They just kind of go about their lives, kind of just like feeling like shit and feeling really useless and not knowing. Mm-hmm. And so I thought yeah. maybe like struggling. if one person has a better life from hearing about this, it'll be awesome. Yeah, man. I imagine it's kind of. I'm like glad you talked the, about it. Yeah, hell yeah! I imagine it's like carrying the life human experience, but like ten pounds heavier all the time. Hmm. Just constantly, 10 kg heavier. KG is better. That's what we... Yeah, I was gonna, I don't, 10 pounds is like, I don't know, boxes. I don't know how heavy 10 pounds is other than... Yeah, neither. It seemed like know. it was, but I don't think it is. What would it's it be? Like two pounds in a 260 like, ounces or something like that? Like I'm just trying ounces? to... Ounces? Translate it. <laughs> what are we, 50? Jeez, well, I'm trying to translate it to weed. Pounds. That's oh, how I know right. how pounds... It's not chaotic systems now. I'm trying to remember how many <laughs> ounces to a pound. That's all I'm... 260 weeds. <laughs> yes. It's cool. Do you mm. guys want to hear about a news mm. article that I found funny? Yes. All right, cool. We'll just... Yeah, I'll transition it that way. So, um, the, the article is titled, um, German Town Buys Entire Beer Supply... <laughs> So basically, long story, long story short, um, there was like a white, in, Ger- in this German town, there was like a white nationalist, white supremacist music festival. Ha. And um, basically the police were like, okay, we know this music festival is going to happen, so we will like do like a blockade outside the city basically and just confiscate the alcohol because we're going to c- declare it like an alcohol-free zone or whatever. And, but then... All the residents in this town knew that they were probably just going to go buy it from the supermarket, so they literally bought the entire town out of alcohol. That's so good. <laughs> the Germans are really good for like sticking it to white nationalists. Hell like, yeah. um, there was a march. They were doing like a, a march. Uh, I'm pretty sure this was in Germany, where they then were like, they started a charity where every like meter they walked, x amount of money would be donated to like immigrant families. And so mm-hmm. their entire white like power march raised like thousands and thousands of dollars for immigrant families. <laughs> oh, and like the further the further they marched, like the more money it raised. Excellent though. So they either don't <laughs> do the march or they do the march but raise a bunch of money for something they're really against. Yes. And it has like the That's opposite amazing. impact. Yeah. That's yeah, fantastic yeah. though. <laughs> so good. But yeah. But yeah, so I saw that article a couple of weeks ago and I had a giggle, so I thought I'd share it with you guys. It was great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's good. But I yeah. like that a lot. Man. So yesterday before work, I had a blood test because they're all like, hey, we need you to do a blood test and then come in on the Monday and have an appointment with the anesthesiologist. So to Big word. Uh, yeah, it is. To like see, like, you know, assess how you're going to be for like surgery and shit later this year. I'm like, what? It's fucking real now. This is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, <sighs> man. Surgery, boy. Apparently I've had gallstones for the last like 10 to 12 years or so. And I'm just like, ah, oh, good. That's what that 
constant pain has been and every doctor is just like maybe you just got anxiety and or are a bitch and i'm just like oh fuck off (laughs) (laughs) maybe you're just a bitch yeah this whole time i'm like oh maybe i just got food allergies and stuff that's why like you know constantly like fucking four days out of every week i just can't do anything except sit still and be upset (laughs) god damn it it's like a it's a pretty (sighs) common like surgery eh? it's not like yeah very much keyhole just whip that sucker out chop it up Check it out. Yeah, cool. You can keep them in jars. I've asked. I, they threw the out my appendix, man. It made me so mad. Oh, yeah, I wanted to keep it. Keep it was it. mine. Yeah. That's the thing that annoyed me. Like, that was my appendix. How dare they, they take my from appendix you. from me? Yeah. They, they did. That's theft. Stealing. That's theft. I should have taken them. Should have taken, should have called the police and said, I'd like to you report should've. a theft. That's I'm on a table in a hospital and they took my organ. <laughs> I took my organs. He took it. So you said yeah. they let you keep the stones. Do they actually yep. let you keep the bladder? I mean, it'd be chopped up into bits, so it uh, wouldn't yeah. be very recognisable. True. Yeah, but, but it'd be good in a stir fry. Mm. Oh, that seems alright. <laughs> One of the few chances you get to eat some human. Yeah, but organ meat would be trash meat, though. Yeah. Yeah, no one likes offal. Offal sucks. Yeah, but everyone knows human meat's the tastiest, so even the trash meat of human meat's still good. The thing is, like, okay, so you get, like, cuts of meat, and it's like, oh, this was, like, grain-fed, this was, like, grass-fed, and it's like, I'm just eating shit food. I couldn't imagine this would be very good at all. Uh, you kidding me? What do you eat? Like, chocolate, like, fatty steaks, like, yummy stuff? It's um, all good stuff. Chinese food and beer. Yum. Yeah, Yum. Like that's what <laughs> I want my human meat to taste like. Isn't the deal with Kobe beef that they give them like delicious food and and whiskey and stuff? Yeah, they and, could, like, could, 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 could the cows whiskey. Well, maybe that's yeah. just one of those things people say. I don't know. They get ice cream for dessert every yeah. every night. Every night. Even if they weren't good. <laughs> well, if they if it, it depends, it's all up to their wives and whether they make enough milk, and that's yeah. how they keep both of them in line. Wait, wait. So there are. Uh, Lesbian They're couples, lesbians? the beef cows yeah, okay. are with the milk cows. Good, good. There's like two bulls, man. It's either like really big scale polygamy or like they just yeah. get a little lesbo. And that's that's mm-hmm. the way the bovine world's gone these days. And, you know, it's something it that's talked about a lot in farming here in our nation. We mm-hmm. obviously we do a lot of dairy farming and, and a bit of beef farming too. And uh, we were the first to give, give equal rights to lesbian cows. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people do not realise. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing? So we have to talk about we have to talk about um, Class F one, bro. Good. Hasn't that, been an, hasn't that been an amazing story? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, have you? Okay. There's uh, interesting stuff. There's another um, lightning bolt energy uh, Twitter oh. account that seems oh. to be much more serious, and maybe the actual Twitter account. 
Okay, and so you're thinking that like the <gasps> that the official Lightning Bolt Energy account is actually a troll account because um, yeah, it's seeming that way, I hope huh? So. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, I wonder if because isn't that the old, um, like wasn't that just they changed the name on the on the old Twitter account, or did they? Oh, or is it a new one? That, are you saying? Well, that maybe it's the CEO who has yeah. access. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Right. That's what I'm wondering. Right. Also, somebody else I saw um, suggested maybe this whole thing is just like a brilliant guerrilla PR campaign from Red Bull. Mm. Do you want to do you want to like start at the beginning and just give us like a quick overview of like what happened? Because we kind of just like Ooh. walked into this conversation right in the middle. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's a lot to give a quick overview, but. Uh, uh, what was the company called again? Um, uh, about Rich Energy. Yeah, Rich Energy sponsored Haas F1, uh, and then proceeded to be batshit insane. Their logo was blatantly stolen from somebody else. Uh, they just pulled their sponsorship over Twitter, saying that Haas hadn't been performing. Uh, what else has gone on? The the guy, the CEO, has been dropped uh, for just being too much of a loose unit. They've now changed their branding to lightning volt energy and we're going to see whether they're still sponsor of Haast and whether the Haast are on a new livery I guess when we go to the next race meeting and their new Twitter account has been so Donald Trump-esque it's not funny just shitting on Red Bull and making memes about how they're making energy milk and that the Haast cars are milk carts um, and none of it makes full sense the company mm-hmm. a lot of people have been like is this a real company because you can't actually buy any product from them uh, it seems to be some sort of money laundering thing, but then there's also stuff that suggests it is a real company and it is legitimate, and it's pretty hard to convince a Formula One team to let, like to sign on a multi-million dollar, like tens of millions of dollars, uh, if you don't have some way of backing up that you've got that money and you're a real company. So uh, the whole situation's incredibly bizarre and ever so fun to watch, and the current lightning volt energy. Uh, Twitter account, the one which, you know, as we mentioned before, seems now maybe a troll run by the old CEO, is so hilarious. It's so hilarious. So there are, there are so many things to pick apart here, by the way. I'm going to start yes. with saying, apparently, you could buy Rich Energy, and we you right. could buy it, was at strip clubs. Ha! So apparently the thing was is that they were basically like a wholesale energy drink company that sold to strip clubs. Um and when you went in and bought like a like a you know like a Red Bull and vodka or whatever at like strip club strip clubs, they were actually serving you rich energy. Ha! So that's what I heard. <coughs> that's um, funny. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, that William Story guy. I'm fairly sure he's on he's on crack, man. Yeah, like, I like him. <laughs> like, how do you just implode your life that badly? Yeah, like he had a really good thing going, and how I'm pretty sure that they're forcing him out of the um new the new company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been he's already off the like he's already been sacked, and like paperwork and stuff shows that he has been ousted. Um, That's nuts. Yeah, and like he was saying that there was like oh man, it's so funny. Like he's 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 been like um, you know ah. Oh, uh, when the thing came out saying that they'd pulled their sponsorship, he was like, oh, that's a ridiculous thing. That's just the uh, minority shareholders trying to like make things happen. I, I'm i still in charge, yada, yada, yada. And then, yeah, he gets ousted like a few weeks later and kept saying like it was Red Bull like putting their fingers in rich energy trying to like get him out of it and like or Red Bull sympathizers and yeah, so much fun. 
But yeah, they changed their logo to something new, and then Red, apparently Red Bull is suing them over similarity to their logo and catchphrase. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, also, all their tweets end in no bull. <laughs> yeah, no bull. Yeah. Oh, I saw a thing today. Actually, I'll see if I can find it. Um, where Red Bull had posted a thing that was like so. Oh, they used the like lightning bolt uh, like emoji thing, which has been on the. Um, the Twitter account uh, for Lightning Volt Energy and Red Bull like put that there and like did a couple of things that were clearly referencing the whole Lightning Volt thing without directly saying it, which was funny. Also, isn't there already a Volt Energy, which I think means probably they might be in trouble for that too. Yeah. Oh, this is a Aston Martin Red Bull sparking into life Lightning Bolt. Uh, and then it's time to get that hashtag Friday feeling fist bump hashtag gives you wings, which is like yes. the format that they have been posting in and stuff uh, for half of theirs. But they keep saying like fake news and uh, like, yeah, it's, oh man, I, I think it's got to be some brilliant marketing idea. It's got to be. But then the official Twitter account looks, see, I thought that's what it was, but then it looks like that's just a, a bullshit one. And this is, this is the actual official one. Yeah, it'll be some boring actual official people that have to follow, like, their dumb social media guidelines and, like, we can't be mean to anybody. Yeah. It's one of the things that's really pissing me off about the internet. Well, there's so many things. I could talk forever about what's pissing me off about the internet right now, but that's one of them. Well, the official one only actually has three posts on it, though. Yeah. Whereas Man, the other one has, so uh, has been alive for about, like, a week and it has about 70 posts. Yeah. I, I my best yeah my best prediction at the moment is that William Story is running the old account and is just I bet he is. being a dick and fucking with people for fun and that this Have you seen what that guy looks like oh although yeah he looks crazy I just noticed mm-hmm. the like tag for Lightning Vault the other Twitter account is at Lightning Vault F one which would be a weird Twitter account to have for an energy drink company that's just sponsoring a team doesn't own it yeah right yeah yeah because what do you do once you've built the brand and then you stop sponsoring formula one and your twitter handle is still at lightning vault f1 every time anything every time you find out anything about this situation there's always some contradictory thing or bizarreness to it right nothing ever just makes sense with this whole rich energy lightning vault every every aspect of it there's always like any theory you can come up with, there's all these counter arguments and like, it's, it's just such a bizarre situation. Well, the other thing that came up on the Formula One subreddit that's related to this sort of, mm. is that apparently, um, what's the guy's name again? Uh, Gunthoff Steiner. Oh Gun- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's his name? Steiner. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Gunther Steiner. Steiner said, yeah. Steiner said behind like, you know, in private apparently that they're looking at firing Roman Grosjean. Oh, Grosjean. Like, very very soon interesting i mean doesn't surprise me yeah. i wonder i wonder who they'd get to fill well, that they, seat they, maybe well, they well the person uh, who, that was revealing this information mm-hmm. um what well, said that they might be considering getting ocon in there that's what i was thinking do you know another yeah. driver who'd be worth looking at especially with a team that kind of needs someone with some real experience and all the rest Rumour has it that Renault's looking at dropping Hulkenberg to take Ocon. Really? That's one rumour that's floating about. I mean, there's always so much speculation and rumour, but if that happened, 
I mean, shifting mm-hmm. Hulkenberg into Haas would be a logical be move, bad. I would think. Yeah. Um, but I just hope Ocon gets a seat. Mm. But like, that's, uh, that's going on. Mm. And the person that gave it out this information apparently gave the mods of the um, F1 subreddit reason to believe that they were legitimate. They wouldn't, they wouldn't say who or where they work for, but they told the mods and the mods said, we believe them. So... Mm. And, I mean, it, it makes sense. I'd drop Grosjean. I mean, I'd be dropping both those drivers if you had better options on the table, to be perfectly honest. And oh, don't get me wrong, like, this, you know, they're still great drivers and all the rest, but, like, it's Formula yeah. 1, it's pretty cutthroat. Mm-hmm. Dude, it sucks, because Robin Grosjean is a good driver, but holy fuck, he's made a lot of mistakes recently. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> he's just not, I mean, he's not performing at the level he needs to be to keep yeah. his career in Formula 1. Um, Bottas to Ferrari could be an interesting move. Heard is a that, couple of talks about potentially. Rumored, huh? oh. Well, if if Vettel does throw in the towel. Yeah, you know how Ferrari does it, eh? They uh, they force somebody out and then they pretend like it was their decision the whole time. That's what they did with Michael Schumacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if this they get rid of Vettel, what? I mean, taking yeah. in Bottas for a year or two, he's quick, but he's obviously a really good second driver. He's got a lot of experience that he can impart to Leclerc. Like, I don't see the two of them having big personality clash. They're definitely going to choose somebody who they can definitely make a second driver because they, mm. Ferrari do not do equal drivers. They do yeah. they do first driver, second driver and it was and very clear. And, it, and this season particularly has really shown when you have two good drivers, like two really, mm. really good drivers and you have to make choices... Ferrari can't make those choices. Yeah. I I think... I mean, I kind of think Vettel has to go from Ferrari, unfortunately. I don't think it's the right environment for him. Yeah. Like, I think the environment's part of the reason that he's he's cocking up so much. But it clears the way for Leclerc to actually be treated like a number one driver and for them to start to build him into properly being, you know, the face of Ferrari. Which is why they'd need to bring in someone who's... Someone like Bottas, you know, for, for a few years. Or even Hulkenberg would be a good pick there, I reckon. Mm. Again, a place Hulkenberg could end up randomly, you know, kind of near the end of his career, but gives, gets given a shot in a big car just because he gets to play second fiddle to Leclerc. And Hulkenberg mm. would do a great job of that. Obviously, Ricardo is always a potential if Vettel does go, though. Oh, Ricardo would be good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the last, the last race that we saw as of the recording of the show was... Um, was Silverstone, Great Britain. Ah, um, uh, yes. And uh, man, Vettel did not. He really screwed it up. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't say anything else about it. He just made a full on. He just mistake. made a cock up. You yeah, know? and it was there was no. There was no yeah. uh, reason for it. And it was super good to see him afterwards just go and apologize and just be upfront and be like, yeah, I, um, yeah, I totally, I definitely, I definitely cocked it up. Yep. So, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if he's, if he quote unquote retires, but actually he's forced out. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Vettel will retire fully from the sport or if he'd be interested in muck it about in another team like Kimmy's doing done a, doing a racketing yeah 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 cause I don't know if he's completely like I don't know if he's actually sick of Formula 1 as a whole I think he's kind of 
sick of racing under the conditions he's racing under mm. you know but maybe if he was like treated it like a retirement but went to one of the minnow teams you know just to be like i want to get out and still race a formula one car for a couple of years but like i don't want to i want to do it without having to be trying to win a championship you know Who i feel knows? like when i feel like this year he's actually been like looking and acting a lot better because he hasn't been so stressed yeah he kind of knows he doesn't have a shot yeah yeah and i think that's i I think that's the key thing is just ferrari obviously hasn't been a good environment for him like i don't think vettel's really performed at his best at ferrari at all Mm. and i think maybe shifting even to a mid-pack team he might actually just enjoy the last couple of years of his career and get some like you know cheeky podiums and stuff along the way Mm. which he's getting podiums of the best he's getting now so you know doesn't really change anything. Yeah. Yeah. But Raikkonen seems to be having a lot of fun, you know? So, like, I wonder if that... I mean, they must still talk. Kimmy might be like... Yeah, you hope so. Just throw it in. Just come come race in a ship. Like, you know, let's go to, let's go race against each other, but, like, in the mid-pack, you know? Come have some fun. <laughs> You've already got That'd enough money cool. to buy a fucking castle. Come have some fun. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to see a bit of driver change around just because it is always a bit exciting when that happens, but also just to ensure that Ocon does have a seat. Definitely. I want um, to see Ocon come back. Even though even though I don't like Ocon as a human, I think he's a good driver. Oh, and I think he's great. I think he's good as both. <laughs> I think he's a good bit of drama. Yeah, a little bit of drama never hurt anyone. Nah. Oh, and Mick, Mick Schumacher do. is going to be coming up through the ranks soon as well. Like he'll be in, he'll yeah. be in an alpha in another year or two. So How he's going to move into Vettel's seat realistically. Like, I mean, nothing changing all going cause it's too much of a sponsorship. You know, like the, the amount of media attention and money of having Mick Schumacher in a Ferrari, they're going to have to put him in one at some point. So, and he, and he can drive. Um, mm. So, like, if Vettel does leave, they're very aware they've got another driver coming into that seat in two years, you know, or in three years or whatever. So, they're putting someone like Bottas so or, or Hulkenberg, yeah. you know, Probably, I don't think yeah, they're going to look at... definitely willing to put, like, a short-termer. In the yeah, I think that's it. They'd yeah. have to do something short-term because, they like, Mick Schumacher is surely going to be in a, in a Ferrari. Surely they will. Mm. Like, just for the... Purely for the marketing and advertising and extra dollars they'll get in and, and sponsorship. What were you doing in the in the mid two thousands? What was your thing? Were you just racing cars? Were you like um, a car jock? I uh, a car jock. Yeah, I mean, I was racing cars then. That was, I mean, I was just getting in getting in trouble and and not going to school. I mean, I left school, I guess, around around the emo phase, and went out into the real real man working world. What? How old were you when you quit school? Uh like 15 16 16 i think but like only recently 16 maybe yeah yeah man school was for chumps you don't learn stuff there you you just learn (laughs) other stuff (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you were uh driving cars and getting getting girls and all the rest 
Um, oh, I was getting drunk. Eating a lot of charcoal chicken. <laughs> Best food in the world. Yep. Doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> do you want to talk about do you want to talk about the album that I made you listen to? Yeah. Tell yeah, us. man. Okay, so we that, um, listened to three Oh yeah, you said we listened to Three Tears for Sweet Revenge, which is, you know, uh I've got a lot to say about this time period and everything to do with it. But basically, this album, I think, symbolizes the genre. Like, it is like the album where um, you look at that and you're like, this is emo. And guess what? Me saying that is going to potentially get a whole bunch of people getting all frustrated about me. Because who, who people disagrees are weird and genres with are weird and people get upset about things. People are idiots. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn kids. No good punk ass kids. Um, I think that's when they were at their best, is that album. Me too. I agree. Absolutely one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Then they did that whole black parade thing and I was like, man, it get sucked. out of town. Kids get out like, of town, like, kids. Yeah, cancer patient and shit. The fuck was uh, that? Yeah. I so betrayed. Just Have you don't make rock opera, just be like yeah. s- scruffy little youths like you're supposed to. You know, like there's kind of like I mean, I, I, I like the, that album has like sort of punk elements to it uh, in terms of just like sort of play loud and play fast, and then they're like, let's go make some like rock opera, but still with our whiny voices. Just fuck yeah. off, fuck it's off. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. Yeah, if you can get past the like whiny nasal uh, sort of sort of thing that is quintessentially emo, some good shit underneath that whiny nasalness. Is this the first time you'd heard this album? No, nah, not at all, man. All right, sweet, cool. Um, well, here's the thing. So I wanted to just like briefly go into like why I think people would be frustrated by the fact that I declare this album is like the basically like the epitome of the uh, of the genre, right? Because mm-hmm. like emo is is very clearly an offshoot of hardcore, which is offshoot of punk, basically. Yeah. Right. And. There are a lot of people who were sort of... It's sort of like how we were saying that goth and um, emo subcultures had kind of a feud together, right? Like, like the people who liked original, quote-unquote, emo, right? Which was basically just hardcore, but slightly more emotional. Mm. Um, really had a problem with the direction that it was be- that, that it was going in. And were very frustrated. I remember at the time, people were very frustrated because what they wanted really was just like more hardcore but right. people weren't doing that they were doing this kind of like hardcore but also kind of had like this kind of like whiny but also a little a little bit um you know had a little bit of a, a performance aspect to it you know it's like a little bit draggy almost some at some points yeah. um yeah and, they were quite upset by the direction it was going. And so there are a lot of people that at the time I remember would say like, would say, um, my confirmance isn't emo. It's something else because they didn't realize that basically like the genre was still evolving. Yeah. And the name had actually latched itself onto the next thing that it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So um, people would talk about stuff like at the drive-in as a band that, um, was quote unquote real emo. Never heard of them. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Um, well, I think people should care less about. Well, I don't know if they still care, this. but I certainly remember them caring. So, like this album, this this album and this whole episode was a lot of nostalgia for me. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I still have nostalgia from it. Like, I certainly remember when the album was big, and like I I listened to it a bit. And like like I said, I never got really into the I never got into the whole emo culture or dress or shit. But like, I like some of the music, and 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 there's some there's some bangers. There's some bangers on this one. Like how like your really really yeah man banger. We were just Lila and I were just talking before yeah, the, before we started recording that we think like feel like Kalina is the worst song on the album. Nah, banger, man, love it. <laughs> banger. I feel like it's too slow. It's too like it does not get to the point. It is just too. It's got some good pace, but again, it's pretty theatrical. It's very theatrical. Yeah, yeah I think that's. I like musical theatre. Um, <laughs> I love musical theatre, and I. So that may be why I quite like that one. Like, where this album really shines for me is when they really blend together that, like, uh, really fast, really hardcore mm. punky kind of, like, this when they're getting really angry and screamy and really kind of, like, emotional. And that, to me, is when I feel like the album really, like, makes me feel good. Like, oh, I think Helena they're trying too a... hard, then. It's a fine <laughs> line for me. Okay, okay. What, what's um, your favourite yeah. song? Oh. Well, Leela has a favourite. What is it? You know what my favourite is. What? Well, you're, you've got the mic. Let's hear it. <laughs> no, you have to guess. Remember, it's one they put on all the time, especially when it's like un- inappropriate, and especially when I'm very drunk. I want to play it even. Well, you can't. I won't. I will. I want to. I well, I, my favourite on this album is probably Thank You for the Venom, I think. Oh, that's a fucking good-ass song. That's a good-ass favourite. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just real fast, real punky, real just like, oh, it just hits you so hard and, and just like that part of your brain that just makes you want to just like scream and just feel ugh. there's like a good patch of this album i listened to it today uh where i just, just sort of faded out a little and wasn't paying that much attention and all the songs blended into one that was in that patch uh so i i have no strong words to say for or against your opinion all right Damn. then um it's the song you're thinking of this is what they do to guys like us in prison nope okay not at all. They used to be one of my favorites. Yeah. That's the thing. It's really It's a long title. Because, like, yeah, it's a long title, but a good title. So, for me, this album is one that I would listen to at least twice, twice every day, forever, when I was wow. like 15, 16, 17, because I just love the shit out of it so much. But also, Big A's favorite song, it always evolves because all of them are amazing, apart from Helena, it's a bit shit. Um, well, so, Hang em High, dude. You know it's the best. It's the oh, best yeah. fucking song. It just goes fucking insane. I can't remember how it oh, sounded. Hold on. So much. It's when it starts out with um, the whistle, whistle intro. I've got a. I'm running. Oh yeah, I, I got. Wait, hold on. Yeah. I can totally. It kind of has a little bit like a cowboy motif, and then it goes yeah. straight into oh, yeah. just like punk. It does have a whistle. Heck yeah. It does have a whistle. I should say that again yeah. without it uh, blaring in the background for editing. <laughs> Okay, I've just started. I've just started oh, watching good. this. Just c- c- sorry. Can you repeat the opening line for me, there, there, Leela? Do you know the opening line? Run until it fades to black. Climb into the sunset. Would I lie to you? 
Isn't that just the cheesiest bullshit yes. ever? Okay, so Isn't that the hackiest, crappiest? It is not hacky. It is not hacky. Fucking loves musical theater. Wait until it fades to black, like right into the sunset. Or something. Fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off. You fuck off. <laughs> I just typed into Google, most common lyrics of past hundred years. Cool, we'll take those two. Slap them at the start. Let's go. Nah. See, that's the thing. I like. I heard an interview that there was like ages and ages ago with um Gerard Way. He's talking about all the like motifs and things for the songs, and he said that the thing about Three Cheers was that he used a whole lot of movies and things to go off of. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, I can see that. But then they just kind of took it too far with you know, um, Welcome to the Black Parade because fuck that shit. Maybe yeah. half that album I like, but not the rest of it. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's where it lost me. I'm going to have a look through the rest of these lyrics and find some more stuff that's definitely lame. You're lame. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Even, okay, okay, let me just tell you, just let me just read just the lyrics from the first. Why are you going to pick my favorite song? You want to pick Tim's? No, it's mine. My favorite song. Look, I assure you the lyrics are probably just as shit with Tim's. Wait until it fades to black, right into the sunset. Already horrible. Would I lie to you? Absolutely no views line. Well, I've got something to say. Grab your six gun from your back. Oh, God, does a song have to reference? I'm going to pull my gun out. You're carrying your gun. Let's get our guns out. Oh, so classic. Throttle the ignition. Oh, now you've gone gone with a pedal to the metal line. Okay, cool. Not overused at all. Would I die for you? Absolutely. Everyone has used that line. And then, well, here's your answer in spades, which is an unusual way to pay somebody. Uh, And uh, (laughs) frankly, answers are an unusual currency to begin with. It's a poker reference, you shit. Yeah, I think it's cards. Yeah, I know, because it's an overused one. <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, they put that together nicely, though. You can't just be like, hey, here's a song about my feelings. I use like five different points here where I put like a whole cowboy motif and all that shit. This is Do you want to know the next, the next line? Shotgun sinners. I know the Bam. next line. Drop another gun there. What a lame. What a lame. Wild eyed jokers. You've always got to mention jokers if you're trying to make a classic uh, rip off song. Dude, a shotgun sinner, isn't that about isn't that about shotgun weddings? I assume so. It has to be, right? I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? Got you in my sights. (laughs) Gun it while I'm holding on. Oh, we're going so fast in this car, it's a rock and roll song. You know it, because pedal to the metal, I've got my six shooter. Fuck off. Fuck off. Come on, it's the best. It's a What's a pine box? Song. It's telling me to climb it's out from a the pine box. For a, coffin. a pine box is a coffin, bro. Ah, stupid. Of course, they're mentioning a coffin. <laughs> now, call her Black Mariah. Is that a reference to Mariah Carey and how she is white? Nah. Okay, good. I'm just checking in. Reference. Okay. Cowboys. She won't stop me. Put it down. <laughs> they say that a lot. All right. What was what was your favorite one, Tim? Let's look at the lyrics on that sack of <laughs> shit too. Yeah, let's yeah, do I mean, it. I really like. I really like. Thank you for the venom, but also, um, I have on my notes here. Um, oh, I really. In fact, it already has help. venom in the title. I'm Everybody fucking on board with ripping these lyrics to shit. Um, I honestly feel like um, "Give Him Hell Kid" should have been the first album song on this album. I feel like yes. Helena is so fucking slow and like it, is, it, it does is. not introduce you to this album and, and very well. I, feel I like can agree with that. Helena at the front. I feel like they weren't um, confident enough. So that they had to put a single at the front. Yeah. If they put Give Them Hell Kid at the front, it would be amazing. That's one of my first, like, second favorite jams. Mm. When I was handing in my notice to my shitty job, I was, like, smashing the shit out of that song, like, over and over and over. It was fantastic. So, yeah, my, fav- my favorite is Thank You for the Venom. Um, definitely. Snap, I think you didn't cry when you listened to Cemetery Drive, and that shit. Oh, no. oh, yeah. 
Here's the opening line of your favourite song, Tim. Sister, I'm not much a poet, but a criminal. Why do you have to, at the start of your song, be like, yeah, I'm a criminal. Yeah. Look, I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. You write a song, I'm from the wrong side of the tracks. You see those tracks? I'm on the wrong side of them. I'm a bad boy. I'm a criminal. Fuck off. You write a fucking song. Your parents wouldn't like me. Oh, mums think I'm bad for their daughters and stuff. Criminal. I'm a criminal. Fuck off. Bad guy. You can just tell this was written by teenagers. That's that's what it comes down to. And if I mean, they, they were, were adults teenagers. by the time when they did this, then horrible. And yeah, and understandable. But they should look back on this and be ashamed. They should look back and be like, I'm proud I did that as a teenager. That was great stuff as a teenager. But God, that is awful music. God, that is terrible lyrics. <laughs> My fuck. To be fair, to be fair, I feel that about like previous songs that we've like written and everything like that. Like they sounded amazing. My lyrics were terrible. Thinking back, I'm just like, oh. But it's like look- we all go through those. We go through those. Oh things. yeah, I've looked back on jokes I've written or like stuff I did on radio way back in the day, and I'm like, fuck me, what horrible crap was that? What's wrong with me? I'm an idiot. But hey, that's how we learn. And like yeah. sometimes, the, if it happens enough, the cringe is good. Have they learned though? Because did they ever become a good band? I think they just stopped making music. Well, I guess they learned. Uh, they they stopped for a while, then they came back and they made kind of mediocre music that was different. And so I guess they okay. learned. Did not also, learn at all. No, I mean, it was different music. but They weren't like supposed that. to learn to make it different. They were supposed to learn to make it good. started cutting out no idea man it was ages ago (laughs) talking about how shit the band was how they haven't learned at all because they haven't got any better how they came back and they were still shit but just shit in a different way sometimes you're allowed to have some kind of genre in their time and space because it was appropriate but also it's good totally one of the things about one of the things about emo is that like it was a time and a place. Like, it was... Mm. The subculture existed for, what, like, five to six, seven years? Like, not yeah. very long. And the music that was made for it was, like, this very, very particular kind of... Mm. Like I said, slightly theatrical, slightly emotional, kind of, like... I yeah. want On this episode, I, I was planning on talking about the difference between, like, the peep... Like, the, the sort of, like, quote-unquote sad subculture of the 2000s compared to now. Mm. Yeah, right. Um... And holy shit, man! The internet, like, like, like I was saying before, like I could say a lot of stuff about the internet. I feel like we should make that just a topic we should just talk about for like a long time. Oh, everyone talks about it. I hate the internet. (laughs) But sad subculture. I have to talk to you guys because we have the internet and can do all of this. Otherwise, I could have just been like, oh, technology is too hard. Sorry, guys. Now, locked in on what? What was it? A five-year contract we signed for me to do this? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, oh well yeah um but you know sad club culture these days is like ha 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 oh oh my oh my god like my car declined so i'm gonna kill myself and i'm actually and i'm actually serious about it like it has evolved yeah sad jokes now and sad subculture now is like very like like so ironic but also so serious that you could not tell it apart if you tried yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
a mutual friend of ours uh, constantly reposts sad memes and you would not know which ones are serious and which ones aren't. A hundred percent. I think you know the person I'm talking about. Yeah, hopefully. I think so. Yeah. Um, and so it's interesting. Like, back then, you, you had to engulf your sadness in this kind of, like, theatre theatricalism mm. in order to kind of mm-hmm. like give it a little bit of like distance whereas now <laughs> you're just like i'm depressed you don't want the distance you just want to like you want you Straight almost want point. you know mm. it, it's interesting it is interesting and there's probably lots we could delve into potentially why or or what influences that and, and everything but um Stop picking at your head. i know i shouldn't hey Stop picking at it <laughs> I feel like I feel like before we finish talking about this though we um have to talk about um I I'm not okay. Oh great song. Yeah yeah. Um I feel like that is the song that would especially people who were teenagers during the time that this came out like so identified with because it was so to the point and it was like non non specific in a way and it's just like look I'm not okay I'm not doing well like yeah like listen to me for like five seconds like i just not feeling like you know hmm. let's have a look at the uh opening lyrics of that song seeing as we've looked at lyrics what was it oh yeah i remember the music video he leaned in and looked at the camera a lot and they all had black hair <laughs> uh well if you wanted honesty that's all you had to say that's pretty good Never want to let you down or have you go. That's it's it's better off this way. That's almost a Rick Astley. That's so close. That's so close. Never want to let you down or have you go. This way. Oh, it's almost they could have. You could almost fit their lyrics in. I'm I'm telling you. For all the dirty looks for photographs your boyfriend took. Oh, remember when you broke your foot from jumping off the second floor? Now you see that. Not overused lyrics nobody else has said remember when you broke your foot jumping off the second floor and they didn't once mention pedal to the metal or pulling out their six shooter <laughs> shut up you shut up it was a motif and it was beautiful it's eternally beautiful that shut your whole mouth snap i swear to god <laughs> i swear if i if i had the time and by time i mean all of about three minutes i could probably find 50 songs that have lyrics that are just a synonym of hang them high yeah. So if you took that song, nice. if you said if you said to like an AI, can you rewrite this song in as many different ways as possible just using synonyms and changing some of those words for synonyms, it would write at least 12 actual songs that already exist. Mhm. Mm. <laughs> That's great. But no, I feel like the albums like this were very much like a they were a way to give an outlet to a whole bunch of people that were feeling really lost so that's one of the reasons why i really appreciate this whole like subculture of music mm. yeah you know and and honestly there's some good tune and like man oh, the guitars really are pretty tunes. heavy there's some sweet solos it's you know oh, like shit. if they that just stop whinging hey <laughs> my like the thing that i admire the most the drums through the entire album are so mm. good. They're so tight. They're amazing. It's the pacing of the songs. That's like, like that whole angst period of your entire life. It's that's the rhythm of it, and that's what was such a huge thing for me that I love so much. It's just the pace of it. That was what was so different from everything else that we were hearing at the time. It was so fucking cool in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm with you on that. Re- yeah. Really, I really enjoyed the guitar on uh, "Never Told You I Do for a Living." Just got to put that in there. <laughs> Can't remember. 
Let me let me let me let me go back to YouTubing up. YouTube. Midway through this podcast, so that I can. What's the song called again? Any of the time what I did for a living? Yeah, some overly long title like that, eh? Yeah, they love that. Mm. And you're gonna fucking pick it to pieces, you bastard. Fucking theatrics. <laughs> oh, hold on, this is an advert first. Theatrics, this is how we act. <laughs> okay, yeah, skip the ad. Those, those drums are good. I know I'm listening for the guitar in this one, but. They stand out so much. God, they were so upset, eh? That is good. It's cool, right? I didn't notice it enough. It's good like I like that. Emo. I like that. Heck I like that. So yeah, that was yeah. one of my faves. Oh, it's like once you notice the drumming, though, it stands out whenever you listen to it again. But it's mm. not mm. unpleasant. It's just even more cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> time i gotta ask you would nah, you bring it to no. how's like nah. you nah. wouldn't <gasps> nah you would not rep this album nah thing, I, I think everything itself. good that this album yeah. does like just talking as an album ignoring the nostalgia or ignoring like the fact that it totally gave a voice to kids at a time or what you know like whatever whatever or just looking at it musically i think everything good you get out of this album you can get better out of somebody else and without the fucking whiny voice. And for that reason, if I wanted to listen to something with like heavy guitars and decent drums, like there's other bands I'd listen to, there's other bands I'd suggest to Rusty. And 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 for that reason, this gets a pass. But it's not as big a hard pass as what you might have expected out of me. Okay. Yeah. What's your your favorite um, of this genre? Was, was, was it brand new or was it mm, someone else? It was like, what one was it? You had a f- I know you had. A, I know I've talked yeah. to you before. You had a favorite favorite like band a favorite of this genre. Band favorite. Band oh, who's my favorite? Like, hey, oh, it's awesome. probably. Um, do you know who I used to really like? Was oh, what's their name? They were once described as being, which is so the lamest thing. And like, you know how like music magazines are always like, oh, they're like this generation's that band. Like they always have to be a comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, but they compared them to Motley Crue. You know, I'm sure you've shown me a song. I'm sure you've shown me a song from a band that was in this genre, and I can't think what it's called, what one it was. Yeah, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. It wasn't brand new. Nah, I've never even heard of brand new. It was like Billy, Billy, Billy. Something oh, Billy or? Idol, was, I, I quite like, but they're no, they're like no, Canadian no. and later. Um, I'm literally just looking up emo bands and seeing what comes up. Jimmy Eat World are listed in emo oh. bands. Jimmy Eat World, are great. Yeah, Weezer are listed as emo band. Yeah. Oh. For a, t- a section of time, Weezer were emo. There's some good Weezer. Fuck, there's some good. Yeah, man. And there's also some fucking terrible Weezer, too. Some really yeah, like, 
<laughs> basically <laughs> everything they've done lately, except for they just did a, a new new album, and it's like way rockier and way like more guitar and drum heavy, and it's mm. it's pretty good. Um, mm. 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 God, good Charlotte. Remember them? Oh well, don't worry if we can't if we can't figure it out. Don't worry. I just, Fuck, I just... there was a good Charlotte song that came on the radio the other day, and I was like, immediately, immediately, my thought was, man, I fucking hate Green Day. This song sucks. <laughs> <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> I do hate Green Day though. It's like, why are you so sarcastic and snippy about the only being the only band that ever got paid for their songs? Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you. Alright, so you can't you probably can't find it, don't worry. Yeah, but now I want to so badly. That's uh, so annoying. Was it like the Smiths, your poser? No. no, it was like it was a definitely a mid two thousands emo slash pop rock band. And it was called like it was like someone's name. What was mm, the name of the band? August Burns Red? No, it was like someone's name, like a first name, last name kind of deal. Mm. I feel like it's it just kept coming out of, like yeah. popping out of my head mm. i remember this oh well but i do not remember the name of it anyway doesn't matter um what do you think Layla? do you think you would uh do you think you'd rip this album i make people listen to this on the fly a lot a lot of the time especially pre-drinking like the one biggest motivational song in my life is hang em high so i even if people don't want to hear it i make them listen to it pedal to the metal baby get out your six shooter yeah. I'm revving up my car and I've got a gun. I love that shit. That's not how it's seen. Here's my my do steel think, chariot and my and my rifle. There's like a horse there somewhere. Here's my question for you. Do you think it holds up? The album. What do you mean? Like, obviously it was very much based in the in the year two thousand and four. Like but I mean, we're in two thousand nineteen now. Like what do you think? Do you think like the album itself holds up no not really unfortunately no. it's one of my favorites and it, i love it because of not so much it's not nostalgia but every time i listen to it i'm like right back there feeling all of those feelings which is amazing but it doesn't really carry well to this generation mm-hmm. i suppose this day and age and all of that mm. yeah i so here's what here's what i'd say so oh yeah no i was just gonna agree like i don't think i don't think the album stands out like i think I mean, you think about, like, how old are the fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers now? Like, they were around when we were kids, but they'd already been around for a while. Same age as my mum. And, like, yeah, and yet, like, their stuff... 1965 to now. Totally. I cannot. Their stuff's totally still... And there's lots of other bands, like, just a random example to pull out. But, like, you don't look back and be like, oh, yeah, it was good in that time. It was good for... You know what I mean? Like, you hear it, Californication, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's still a dope song. And I... Yeah, I don't... This isn't an album that outside of it having the soldier factor really exists. Mm, mm. Yeah, here's what I would say about it. I don't think what I would rip this album particularly mm. because I did a little bit of research and I was looking around and I was like, what was going like what else was happening during the year that this came out? And this um like obviously this was like one of the peak years for this yeah. genre. And I would say that like the Used's first album, who are also in this sort of vaguely in this much genre, better. so much better much than better. this. Um, uh, like a month after this album came out, um, the the album uh, "Am a Real Boy" by Say Anything came out, which I also think is like a better album, and still a lot of the songs on that album actually. No hold idea up. what that is. Like, <laughs> that's okay. Um, 
but he was kind of doing this weird like ironic take on the genre which i actually think is dude irony is fucking weird i have so much to say about irony but irony is weird but either way like like that album i feel like stands the test of time versus this album which was so um earnest in the way that they were yeah and also just knowing i think no stop being so whingy in your voice do you want to know? It's just his voice, man. Leave him alone. Voice. I have a nah, weird voice too. I'm just having a look at what else. I have to make it sound like a girl now. I'm just having a look at what albums. Um, <laughs> Excuse me, sir. There's some interesting <laughs> albums came out that year. Uh, here's another album that um, was shit then and is shit now, as opposed to, to the album we're discussing, which was good then and shit now. Uh, Green Day's American Idiot came out that year. Oh. oh. Eminem's Jesus. Encore came out that year. That was also bad. Better though. Anastasia had a self-titled oh, album. Yeah. <gasps> Excellent. Um, I, oh, it was really funny hearing the. Um, Avril Lavigne, Under My Skin. Toy Soldiers. Oh jeez. Now Avril Lavigne. I, I heard the song "Complicated" oh, the other day. And so like, good, eh? Oh. I like. I was like, chill out. <laughs> I'm so Canadian. <laughs> Kasabian had their self-titled album come out that year. Nice. Well, that's good. They were good. That's interesting. I think we can all agree. Guns N' Roses put out a greatest hits album. (laughs) What year? Yeah, actually, what year did um, Chinese Democracy come out? Chinese Democracy must have been. 2012? Was it 2012 by the time that came out? I think. No, surely not. It was so long. No, it was early. I'm sure it was earlier than that. It was back when I was still in, like, teenage years. It'd be over 10 years ago now. Surely it'd be like earlier 2000s than that. That's a better album than this, to be honest. Fuck off. Yeah, man. Even Chinese Democracy is a better Fuck album off. than this. Fuck 2008. Off. Oh, 2008. Mm-hmm. There There's some go. good tunes on Chinese oh, Democracy. Okay. Nah, I don't know about that. When's man. the last time you listened to it? <laughs> you're a liar and you're a filthy liar. Uh, 2008. Nah, have a listen. Ignore all the politics. Ignore all the <laughs> politics and have a bit of a listen and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's better than uh, Slash's solo shit. Oh, that's yep. all it's much better than Slash's solo stuff, though. That's not difficult. Wasn't? Didn't they have a cool album? Well, uh, well Velvet Revolver. It's better than Real- Velvet, Velvet Revolver. Band. Honestly, Guns N' Roses Chinese. Velvet Revolver? Is that what you're going to call it? Is that what you're going to say there? I heard it. <laughs> you called them Velvet Revolver. Velvet Revolver. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, I honestly think that the Chinese Democracy album is better than what any of the members went off and did individually without Axel. Mm. Axel's the biggest yeah. prick, but yeah. All right, listen to that um, album again. It's not bad. I might might pick it one yeah. one week. I'm, I probably won't because I'll just keep picking like movie soundtracks and other dumb shit. That's awesome. great. That's fun. Um, but yeah, so I wouldn't rip it. I wouldn't. Unfortunately, I wouldn't nah. rip this one. If we were talking about, um, if we were talking about as a real boy, I'd rip the shit out of that album. That's not what we're talking about. Uh, no
listen to you next time. Told y'all you're gonna shit. Okay, so way back in the nineties, there was a band called Body Count, which was Ice T. Yes. Like you know, musical. Yes, it was. That's the album that we're going to listen to. No way. We're going to listen to the self-titled album Body Count. Hell yes. Body Count by Body Count. (laughs) Yep. Well, that was unexpected. I don't know if I've ever heard anything by them, and I can't imagine it's good. Oh, fuck, you're going to shit. It's so good. You're all going to (laughs) shit. Are the lyrics, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that album has uh, lyrics about putting the pedal to the metal or similar and and pulling out their gun. If you've ever written lyrics before, if you've ever written lyrics before, I swear to God, (laughs) it is so difficult and also fucking. But like, have you ever done gas fitting before? I still think you're allowed to criticize the guy who did the gas fitting on that place down the road. <laughs> My parents' house is very you know close to me. Man, I what? felt it. Okay, it was crazy. Perfect. That is a perfect map of probability, is what that is. Okay, there was a hugely like um, redeveloped. I mean, sorry, mm. developed area, right? In a very short amount of time, and it was a huge like job opportunity for like all tradies and like you know uh, apprentices and shit like that, right? Perfect probability. One of those houses out of all of them is unfortunately had a gas break, gas leak. Well, that's what I was kind of saying. And is this was like, I mean, it's not unheard of for this sort of thing to happen. It's just we've never had it happen in New Zealand. But like statistically speaking, eventually someone's house had to blow up from a gas leak. You know, obliterated. Fuck, man, so, it was I mean, so really far, obliterated. You know it was. Probability. It felt crazy. Obliterated. It felt crazy. Like because we're Jesus. What was we're like? down like um, just off Cavendish Road. So we're pretty close, mm-hmm. but not like in Northwood. And like we thought, it just wow. felt like a weird earthquake, but like one of those ones where it just goes bang, you know, and like and the whole house just like, poof. Yeah. And we were like, what the fuck was that? Fuck, would that be like not the sound wave? Yeah, wave? that's literally what it was, was just the shockwave just hit the house and the that's whole house just went boom. Yeah, and we were like, what the fuck? And just thought it was a quake, but like, because sometimes you get those weird ones that just give you like a punch. Yeah. Yeah. It just happen. Yeah. Nuts, eh? Damn. Like, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Fucking obliterated. That is horrifying. But I mean, probability wise, that's probably what the first one that's happened in Christchurch alone in the last 10 years. Mm, that's, I mean, I it's don't know if we've mm. had another house explosion in New Zealand from gasoline. I haven't heard of any. Mm. Yeah. We have from like, you know. Meth. Well, that's what I thought at first. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, what a cunning well. place to put a meth lab. No one would suspect it. And then I yeah. read that it wasn't. That's immediately ah. what I mm. thought as well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's also that guy in um, Petoni as well. He um, uh, hooked up like the hose to like directly to the gas bottle or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then like his mate's like, don't fucking do that. It runs out of the um, like um, garage as soon as it's like. <laughs> Like, they're both, like, alive. But, uh, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. You, you have to have, like, the, um, what is it? Some kind of valve that shuts off it going back into the tank. <laughs> and uh, he was just like, no, nah, I've got to find a way to just, like, make that better. And it's like, oh. No. Don't just make stuff better no, when need, it comes to something like that. that. Oh, my God. You need an isolation valve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Madness. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, if you want to find me online, I'm at Timothy Style on Twitter. Um, if you want to find Leela online, she's um, at Tenacious Lee on Twitter. And That's how I feel my feelings. 
I can never remember Snap. You're not, you don't. Twitter's you don't for do chumps. Twitter, I'm on you? Twitter. You can find me on Twitter because I, I have it linked to my Facebook, but I can't remember what the Twitter. It might be iSnap underscore usnap or. But, but if you find me on Facebook, Snap right. presented by Ruse Websites, um, then sometimes I post there or just come see me live. Go, go check out Grandpa Figs. My manager, half man, half fig, snorts coke through his dick like a curly straw, and you'll see when I'm performing. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Good. Excellent. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the other thing we should, there's one yep. more thing we should say before we go, which is that as of the recording of this episode, um, between the recording of this episode and the last episode, the show started going live. So how cool that's is that? That's pretty cool. Oh, that's exciting. I, I've never listened yeah, to the so show, of, so that's um, pretty cool. Me too. Yeah. As of um, I plan on it. yesterday, uh, two episodes are up. Episode one, episode two. Episode Oops. one, the pilot was, uh, I would say, is a pretty rough episode. But um, episode two, I okay, thought it was cool. pretty good. Um, I still need to send you some files. Is it because I'm not there? No. Bitch. It yeah, is. I wasn't there for the way. second episode. By the way, running, uh, keeping in with the theme of me just being really fucked up every episode, just very hungover this time. Excellent. Good. Um, yeah, episode two was great. Uh, mm. Snap and I talked about the horrors of climate change, and um, uh, we talked about Pixar. And then um, Snap was very upset about SoundCloud. I episode. hate SoundCloud. I assume was my opinion. Yeah, so bad. My, sometimes my opinion changes because I play <laughs> it for laughs. <laughs> uh, it was a good one. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. But I will catch you next time. Uh, yeah, and next time we'll be in the same place. Yes. Good. I'm gonna get some live food. edition. That's what I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna go eat some Thai. That's the first thing I'm gonna fucking do. What are you gonna Ooh, get? Thai food. What kind of food? Satay. What kind of Satay Thai chicken? Food? Are you gonna get curry. Ugh. It's already Gosh. sitting there waiting for me. I put you guys above my Is food. <gasps> Jesus. Holy I know. shit. Shouldn't have done that. Right? No, pretty crazy, eh? Christ I know. even. Mm. Mm. I am your Messiah. But I uh, will. Catch you next time, Alright, love you guys. Good to chat. Catch you next time.